Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Secret Artists podcast. I'm joined this week by the most creative man in the biz, Spencer Jones. I loved chatting to Spencer over Zoom, of course, and seeing his studio, seeing where he works, seeing the bizarre creatures that surround him, his ventriloquist dummies, etc. Um, we chatted about all things art, comedy, how Spencer proposed to his wife, why he paints only at night, um, the inspiration he draws from his kids in his comedy... Um, what else did we talk about? Terrible art in charity shops, ASMR, David Shrigley, Spencer's BAFTA nominations, all sorts of things. And the main thing is we had an absolute laugh on the way. So I hope you enjoy the episode. If you want to see our artworks, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Art Pod. Enjoy. Right, show me what you've got. So I've got this bit of board that I got from a mate who's a carpenter, an offcut. It's kind of like a, I reckon like a very high density chipboard, but so dense that you wouldn't know. Sort of mm-hmm. thing like an Ikea bit of furniture would be made off. You left it out in the rain, yep. it would sort of slowly expand. <laughs> I got this the other day when I went into an art shop. It's a canvas panel. It's uh, 40 by 40. Okay. And then I've also got a piece of board I found on the street, which I've painted white. But I think it might be the wrong shape for the picture that we're going to do. I'll show you that. <clears throat> but... Uh, yeah, it's quite, um, it's it's quite, quite tall, isn't it? Quite long. Quite tall. But it does allow me to, when I finish my picture, uh, and I'm not happy with it, write something funny at the bottom and turn it into a comedy piece. Which is essentially That's the good what thing I do. about doing art and comedy. If you fuck yeah, yeah. one up, it can yeah. become the other thing. Start with a big idea, something very serious, and at the end of it, just fill it with jokes, and then everyone says, oh, that's actually okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> I go really big. My neighbour left this on the street the other day, Miles. It's a massive piece of... Uh, plywood, em- is it? Ply- plywood? Plywood, yeah. I love that, yeah. Um I mean, it is absolutely massive. What are you, are you painting or drawing? I don't know. I think I'm, what I, I've, I was thinking about this earlier <laughs> and what I do when I'm painting on my own is I, mm. I have an idea. I start it. You know, like when you're making a sauce, you're meant to have lots of different flavours. So it's got depth. Yeah. Right? Well, when I'm painting, I've worked out, <laughs> I basically painted one thing. I go, it's just not good enough. I need some other bits. And I kind of just start chucking other stuff at it. Like pastels like and spray and, and stuff. And just oil. to try and make it look like there's some, 
de- you know, some depth and you know, definition there. You know what I mean? But didn't you use salt on the one that you did for my exhibition? I that did. had like lots of different materials. I did. Yeah, and I was probably intoxicated when I did that because I only paint <laughs> usually at night, and I don't paint still life. So this is a, a you know a, a tense time for me. All right, shut the door, and we'll get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shutting the door, Ruth. I'm shutting the door. <laughs> All right, see you in a bit. Is Ruth your wife? Uh, no, the budgie. Oh, right. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, my, it's my missus, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my fiance, what I should say, Ooh, really. Ooh, congratulations. Thanks, mate. Been a while, but I didn't make a, a, a song and dance about it. But I asked her on Christmas Day. Did you? Yeah, um, at the beach, yeah. We went down to the beach. and oh, nice. uh Camper van. In- um, we had Christmas meal on the on the, in the camper van. Me and the kids. Yeah. And uh, I asked her. I jumped in the water. Came out. The idea was I was going to give her the ring and pretend I'd found it. But I just was so cold. I just sort of went, there, this, this, this is for you. You. I wanted to do this in Spain, but I lost the ring. <laughs> Start going blue. And yeah, yay! I just figured. I just figured if she if she take me at my worst, then I was on to a winner. Do you think um, she understood what was happening, or do you think she was just? <laughs> Why are you... um, it was um, it was, I was actually okay. But the kids in the background are like going, "Oh, Daddy, can we go now?" And they, they just they, they weren't kind of into it. Really very much. ruining the moment. Yeah, there's somebody coming, Daddy. One of them filmed it. My son filmed it, and his arm was hurting. My arm's aching, Daddy. <laughs> That's very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in answer to your question about the material, mm. I quite like. Mm. Oh, what do you, what do you the, usually work on? Is it board? Always a board that I find on the street because that's how this all started. Stuff that people okay. were leaving on the street. There's this board, which is this... It, I just quite like the wood of the other yeah, side. Yeah, I'm into that. Right, so I'll just quickly read you an introduction. Spencer Jones is a comedian, actor and writer who recently starred as Leslie Winner in BBC sitcom Mr Winner, as well as creating his own series for BBC... The Mind of Herbert Clunkerdunk, which received rave reviews and a BAFTA nomination for Best Short Form Programme. Spencer has been nominated twice for the Edinburgh Comedy Award and has made various comedy appearances on shows such as Channel 4's Cats Does Countdown, Harry Hill's Club Night and BBC's Live at the Apollo. His live shows have been met with critical acclaim and the most recent one was described by the Evening Standard as having a depth and intelligence to this silly nonsense that makes it gold. I know Spencer is a fantastic artist, so I'm very excited to have him on the podcast. Oh, often when I was hello. listening to the, hello, mate. That sounded that sounded like I know what I'm doing, didn't it? For it did actually. Really and then right at the end, when you said fantastic artist, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are. You are. I, well. You're one of the most creative beings I've ever met. Oh blimey! Cheers, mate. Um, no, it's true. I oh, think that was a lovely introduction. No, I do usually paint from my brain. I quite like how you can start something and finish something in an hour or half an hour or whatever. And that's yeah. not not something we kind of, and I don't have to go anywhere. And with our work that we do, we're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, we have to, you know, it's petrol and effort. And, um, <laughs> that's um, comedy, petrol, yeah, petrol and, and effort. effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and when you work in television, it, you know, the, it takes so long to get stuff through if you're lucky enough to do it. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of finishing something, starting something, finishing something, and then at the end of it, it being mildly amusing to look at. That's kind of yeah. cool. 
I'm impressed that you do it from your brain because I'm much more of a square and tend to work from photographs. So I'm but, always amazed that anyone can just sit down and create something from well, nothing. Well, I'm always amazed when I look at your your art, Annie. It's always oh, very, very nice good. It's, it's cracking. So um, thank you. We're coming at it from two different angles. So hopefully I can yeah. learn a little bit from you today. Oh, God, I don't know about that. <laughs> but talk me through the um, the piece you've chosen for us to draw from. Well, I wanted something that uh, had a bit of something about it. So I've chosen a, pup, a, a sort of ventriloquist dummy mm-hmm. coming out of a case. And the ventriloquist dummy um, is something that my dad had one of these. Before my mum and dad broke up, he used to get this thing out when uh, when we were kids. And you know, when you're like... When you when you get shown something as a kid and you're you're scared of it but you're intrigued by it, it like makes you shit yeah. yourself. But you're like, ah, but I get, kind of still want to look at it, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he used to get this thing out and scare the life out of us, and he used to call it Ginger, and it's like this kind of old puppet from the seventies. It kind of got lost um, in the moves and stuff. And then when I had a bit of money in the bank a while ago, I saw it online on eBay, and I thought, Fuck it, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it, and I bought it, and it was it was quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I have to put it in the show because then I can uh, it can be taxed up. Then you can claim it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, but the thing is with this 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 um doll, what the the case I put it in is one of my cases. But the thing is, you have to put it when you put it away. You have to put it at a funny angle, and mm. you it, it it has to be looking at you when you shut the case. And I've tried it other ways, but for some reason you can't. It has to be looking at you, and because my mind is a bit weird. When I turn it to look at me, and I'm sure I was sort of slightly um, scarred, mentally scarred as a child by the things my dad used to do with it, um, I have to turn its face to me just before I shut it, and I can't help but imagine it going, no, not again! It's like screaming, and as I shut it, I can hear it go, all muffled. Then I put it up on the shelf. eventually, That's terrifying. Wait, should should we start drawing it while we chat? Yeah. What um, What are you using? Well, I'm going to start with pencil, see how we go, and just do it by feel from there, just to get this sort of general shape of it. Yeah. Um, but just to explain, it's coming out of a box. I quite like the idea of it saying something. I'm not sure if I'm going to do the whole box. Mm-hmm. I might just do the face. What are you thinking? Yeah, I was thinking of just doing the face, but then I do like how it looks quite ominous, the way it's sort of perched upright in the suitcase. Yeah. So I do want to give it, a bit of context I think I don't know whether I'll do the whole case but I want it to look like it's coming out of something nice I think nice. but the face is quite intriguing isn't it with all the lines and the sort of creepy smile and yeah shiny it kind of, cheeks it kind of it's it's not really following the usual rules of a face you know and it's completely symmetrical yeah so it's, uh, and it's catching the light as well it's made of plastic and it's got some heavy light on it so I don't know mate I'm just going to this is the thing. At night time, I'll just sort of make stuff, draw stuff, and 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 just do it bit by bit, and just as a reaction. But I'm just wondering if I should atta- approach this as a still life and try and fail because I will, or whether I try and do it a bit like the Longwood <laughs> when he does his art and he just kind of starts chucking paint at the board and seeing what happens. Um, yeah. Well, I, do you normally um, work at night because you like? the darkness or is this just a logistical thing with having kids i think sometimes if the telly if it's nothing on the telly i kind of it's good it's good to do it. and also if if i don't do this then i'll get up to mischief and maybe get drunk when i've got to do something in the morning 
Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah. Did you ever get drunk and do art? Tried it once, had six cans of Guinness and tried to draw one of my son's puppets and it's absolutely <laughs> shocking. They say, don't they, experimented with... um. I experimented with drugs in the 70s. Well, I experimented yeah. with, with Guinness. With Guinness. There you go, Annie. That's... Oh, wow. I quite like it. It's absolutely terrifying. It's horrible, isn't it? Absolutely horrible, but there you go. So, um, right, let's get some paint on this board. I love the music in Herbert Clunkadunk. Do you write all that yourself? I do, with, with help from my friend Annie Jones. I kind of come up with the start of the ideas um, yeah. and loop them. And then sometimes I take them to him fully formed and he makes them sound amazing. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I take them to him half-assed and he can kind of help me sort of steer the ship through it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I love, I love music. I think in another life I would have, I probably would be a musician. Um, if I could. Many strings to your bow. You've, you've got all the creative arts covered, really. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, well, it just keeps me, keeps my mind from wandering. <laughs> That's um, what I like about Herbert Clunkadunk, though, how it, it feels like almost a piece of performance art, as well as being very funny. It's like, I love all the stuff you do with the props and like the inanimate objects becoming the characters. It's very cool. Oh, thanks, mate. Um, you're, just, you're, you're just trying to fill it with as much as much stuff as you can, yeah. Um, you know, to, to kind of keep the audience there. That, that I always think about a hovering finger that's about to sort of go, nah, don't fancy it, and, and turn yeah. it over. You know what I mean? So my aim is always to is to keep the kind of interest up. Um, yeah. I remember I went, once I went to work for an advertising firm and they had this kind of weird graph that showed how a brain was thinking during watching Mm-hmm. a piece and so it was like oh and it was like you know like if a graph goes up that meant that meant it was interested and then yeah. the graph went down three seconds in they're not interested i'll bring it back up again and uh so i kind of i like that kind of uh cynical way of yeah it's a interested. useful way of thinking yeah. about it because everyone's yeah. got such a short attention span now haven't they yeah exactly. like six seconds or something yeah yeah what were we talking about again hey <laughs> good stuff <laughs> i ain't gonna lie mate i'm absolutely loving doing this already yeah I'm so, I'm so glad i've started doing this painting again oh good i loved your painting you did for my exhibition on a table was it a table tennis table it was, table recycled. Ten- it was yeah yeah I I'd have bought was... that if I, but it was so big, I just couldn't think where I'd, where I'd put it. Do you it needs that... quite a lot of space, doesn't it? <laughs> Do you reckon that's why it didn't sell? But it might be. I mean, it's quite. It's I good, love but... how big I... it was, but it, ex... it does need a very specific space, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was a bit too big and too expensive, probably. Um, no. I think it's... I think I was only one of four that didn't sell. No, there were a few that didn't sell. Maybe. That's classic comedian insecurity um, complex for me either <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah mine looks like a cartoon i'm this is what i've got so far oh wow amazing what are you using is it oils no i'm no i'd like i'd like to i've never used oils um i've got some oil sticks which i use i saw vic greaves using some and i love the the fullness of the color yeah and i bought them they're really expensive aren't they but um, yeah, I think they are. But I um, but I bought some and and to be honest, I had a go with them and they're still not dry. So what do you do with oils? Do you, do you have to like leave them in a in a hot room or something to dry out? 
Uh, what, as in once the painting's done? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. I think you just leave it for ages. I'd, I'd use acrylics probably for that reason, because I yeah. don't have the patience yeah. or, or the skill for oils. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you have to use turps instead of water, don't you? So it's all a bit faffy. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely going to give it a go one day. Yeah. What, are you doing a background first? No, I'm going, I'm just doing, um, shall I show you? Yeah. I'm just doing. Ooh, nice. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. So you've done the sort of shirt and the background and a, a blobby face. Yeah. Just, yeah, just love trying it. to, yeah. I've sort of limited yeah. myself because I just moved house and couldn't find any white paper. So I'm on quite a small bit of grey paper with some sort of pencils i suppose and a bit of compressed i think it's called conti you know that like terracotta um charcoal almost oh i know I'm not, I'm not used to that Con what's it called conti i think it is but i might have just made that up nice little swear word yeah as well. conti when yeah. it goes when it goes wrong it's like ah conti the absolute conti <laughs> um yeah. so can i ask you about herbert plunkadunk you can ask me anything you like mate <laughs> Thanks. How much is it based on you and your family? Um, it's absolutely as much as possible is based on, on me and my family. <laughs> um, is you know like the sort of the bare bones of it. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. So every, I mean, firstly, like it, 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 I kind of have to put something in it that is about performing. So you know, it might be yeah. um, you know you're doing a jingle, radio jingle, or. You're mm -hmm. helping someone out with lines or whatever. So there has to be something basic from my life because, you know, you know, do what you know, you know, write yeah, what you know. Yeah. And then so it's the family come in, you know, the funny stuff the family are on about. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if the kid's into fishing um, and he's into fishing as well as football at the moment, um, you know, right, okay, what can we do with fishing, you know? And yeah. we, we went fishing the other day and he said to me, Daddy, imagine if um, you did a, you, you did, how far could you cast? How far could you really cast? And I just love the idea of, casting a, a float out that goes so far it goes around the entire world yeah and comes around and hits you on the back of the head and so you're like well there you go there's some realness there there's some something really ridiculous yeah uh, so yeah I, I get a lot of inspiration from the kids and from work um yeah um lucy pierman is very good isn't she playing your wife oh yeah she's a she's class i mean she's i think she's top class um, if I'm lucky enough to do another ep um, another series, yeah, um, I'm going to utilise her talents loads more, and I've kind of got some good ideas. I think hopefully about just using her loads more because the, in the in the series we did, she was, you know, I I, I would give her there'd be a note on a script that said, uh, you know, Herbert does this thing, and Bobby Kindle, who Lucy Pimmon is, mm -hmm. gives him a look that says, "I love you." I hate you. Why am I with you? I'm so glad I'm with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we didn't want Lonely Wife because we've seen that a million times already. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but quite rightly, some people said, you know, you've underused her there. And so... Oh, really? Yeah, well, you do, you know, like, you know, even I think she said on the day on when we were filming, she said she was bored at one point. <laughs> but she's my mate, so she's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why I think she's so good because I think she could have easily gone down that route like as you describe of like annoyed wife or whatever but she's so sort of warm and yeah. likable and and also her like makes her character a bit silly too so yeah you, you can see why they're together but 
yeah, yeah we, I think we, it's a really good balance. We were very keen for them to be a team. Yeah, you know, good um, chemistry and similar silliness, but also, you know. Yeah. I've, nuanced I've, performers. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any favourite artists, Spencer? Um, I, I, quite, I, I like my reading. I'm very badly, not very well read. But I love, I love David Shrigley. Oh, yeah, he's great. Uh, I... It, 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 just the, how he makes you laugh every single time is amazing. Yeah. Um, I watched the thing about him. It's literally he said it's literally what he does is he just it's this it's just volume. He bangs out so much stuff and then he finds the ones that are decent. Yeah, it's quite a good way of working, isn't it? Yeah. Just I guess it forces you to be less precious about what you're doing. Yeah, it's a simplicity to his stuff. I love Joe Lycett's stuff. Yeah, he's brilliant. Um, and and I like um, and I love I love um, Vic Reeves and I love Phil Fielding stuff. Yeah, you know I think there's a sweet spot in those four. Definitely, there's a sweet spot. Hopefully that one day I can go a little bit near. <laughs> I was actually thinking that um, the um, painting that you did of your son's puppet after six yeah. Guinnesses. I thought that's quite like Joe Lycett's style in a way. Yeah, sort of get it on the page. Yeah. Big, big, big sort of, you know, big bits of colour. I'm, I'm going dangerous now, Annie. I'm going straight for the eyes. I'm just going to put some eyes on this. I shouldn't. Yeah. Should I? Should I just put them on? Yeah, I've put, put, on. I've put the eyes on. I actually quite some... like this ink. It's brown. I thought it was going to be black, but it's walnut is how it describes itself. All right. Walnut. So which show did you use it in? Oh, the last one, um, which was called, yeah, The Things We Leave Behind. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, just wanted to do a show that had a bit of a theme. People leaving mm-hmm. behind stuff on the street and we leave people behind objects that people leave behind. Oh, my God, this is terrible. <laughs> but I love it. I don't mind it. Yeah, what should I do? Shall I carry on being trying to recreate what's in front of me, or shall I just be a little bit more? No, let's just keep painting, keep painting. Sometimes later. So you night... you never do still life? Is that what you said? No, no, because I can see it in front of me, and it's a, it's always um it always feels a bit like a let you know you, like you've got it wrong. You know that's what it's meant to look like. That's what you've drawn. Oh okay, right, yeah. Obviously wrong. You know. Um, yeah, it can be more frustrating, I suppose. When it's in yeah. your head, you've got nothing to judge it against. Yeah. Yeah, you're just, what you're trying to create when it's in your head is just something that might look cool on a, uh, on a wall. Yeah. Um, on do you do art um, with your kids as well? Yeah, loads, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, the kids are great. That, 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 that sort of like simplicity and also that they, they, don't, they don't paint under pressure. They just paint because they like it. You know, right now I'm like we're talking and stuff, and I'm trying to do something that's decent. Mm-hmm. But there's something beautiful about my kid, most particularly my daughter's pictures, which I just capture with either pure joy or pure hate and stuff. And I've tried sort of yeah. um, copying them. I did one the other day, so I copied her. Big one, it's over there. Um, yeah, no, I'll show you later. It's just a smile. It's just literally eyelashes, mouth, yeah. head, neck. Plain background, and it just works. It's just, just brilliant. Yeah, there's something much more pleasing about kids' drawings. They 
they don't care as much generally what what the outcome is as you say it's just like for the pleasure of doing it yeah whereas we're worried about what people will think of it yeah i guess that's what clowning teaches you as well isn't it to release your inner child yeah yeah just let it all hang out yeah and i think that was it i I, once you once you once you let it out you know you can do all sorts of stuff a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on linkedin you'll miss out on great candidates like sandra start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com people today so have you always been into art like when you were a kid was it something you always did or did you get into it later in life I kind of did it a little bit and then I remember I did art a level because it felt like it would be an easy thing to do yeah so I could stay in sixth form and keep hanging out with my mates um um uh, but kind of lost the interest in it a bit I suppose I kind of started floating around and going out and partying and stuff Mm um I had a good art. We had a good art teachers at school. We had Mrs. Haig and Mr. Preston, and they were good. It was cool, you know. You you could sit in art, art and you could listen to music. They were you'd have a you know, walk yeah. out, you know, and and I used to love that. I think I used to do some quite weird stuff then as well. But yeah, do you still have any of your stuff from school? I think there's like a piece of sculpture I did, which was like a it was meant to be a piece of rope, made like a you know, like when they use um. Breeze blocks, you know, like in schools, mm-hmm. you can so you can cut into a breeze block really easy. Yeah, uh, and I, I wanted it was all based around rope, the idea of how rope is entwined and all this kind of thing. Blah blah blah. Anyway, it ended up looking like a suite because it was a little <laughs> squat squat thing. But my mum still got it in her garden, um, and it looks cool now because it's kind of like aged a bit. It's got moss on it and stuff. And um, were they quite creative, your parents, or are they? Uh, or no, no, um, no. I think my mum weird one. I'm definitely the weird one of my family, the one that's carried on being weird. I'm definitely not the funniest in my family. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm the one who, you know, carried on going. Um, Who's the funniest? Well, I think my daughter's definitely very funny. My brother and my sister are, like, like fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, my brother, my, you know, my, they really are. My sister used to do this thing. It was just a stupid thing with a tea towel. Like, she was really into French and saunas. We all were. And she used to do this thing with a tea towel. She'd turn her sort of head into like, almost like a, a nun. So she'd yeah. lay it over her face. Then she'd tuck it behind her ears. So she was like this sort of big-eared nun. And it, <laughs> and it was it was wicked. Uh, yeah. So um, what did she do family, now? Uh, well, she trained as a hairdresser, and she did some and yeah. she did some hairdressing. Uh, but now she's a you know I suppose you'd say a house a housewife a housewife. Mm-hmm. She's a home. She looks after the home. Yeah. You know what I think I've done? I think I've actually. Thought I was using black, 
Because I'm colourblind and my eyesight's going. Oh, you're colourblind, our second colourblind guest. Oh, really? Who else? Stuart Laws, the producer. Ah, nice. Yeah. And so how does that manifest itself in your art? I don't think it does that much, but just now I'm looking, I'm like, why is this not going dark? It's like, why is it going blue? It's because it's dark blue. You've used dark blue. Now I've got a puppet that's got no blue on its face with a dark blue, with, with elements of blue on its face, but we'll just go with it. Do you ever um, get anyone to colour check for you, like your wife or anything? Uh, I do. You know, I do sometimes on my on, on tracksuit bottoms because <laughs> I I got this pair of tracksuit bottoms, right? They're dark yeah. blue, and I'm like, I don't like it. But I've got them in the house, you know, like maybe you know cleaning out the garden or going to the tip or whatever. And I like right, okay, I don't know where them. And then I'll but I'll put them on, not knowing that the 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 blue ones. I look at them, they feel black. They are black. I look at them, they're definitely black. <laughs> I check them a few times. As soon as I'm out on the street and I'm on the way to like a meeting, I look down and they turn navy blue. <laughs> What's that about? Yeah, that is tough. <laughs> How bad is it then? Is it like red, green, or? Is I think it... it's not that bad, but it's a little bit um, catches you out. Yeah. Um, I know some people are, are really bad with it. More common in men, isn't it? Is it really? Oh, right. So. Yeah. right. I've done a little bit of the suitcase in the background, but oh, can I have a look? Yeah, it's a bit inky at the moment. Can you see that? Oh, mate, that's wicked. Yes, please. Yeah, you've, yeah, he's, he means, he's terrifying. <laughs> terrifying, isn't it? Oh, news just in. Yeah. Colour blindness isn't common in females because there's a low likelihood that a female will inherit both genes required for the condition. However, since only one gene is needed for red green colour blindness in males, it's much more common. There you go. There you go. There you go. I feel better. <laughs> I just um, remembered that. Oh. <laughs> wow. Mm. Have you seen that thing on Facebook? Um, bad, bad art in um, charity shops. No. Oh, mate, have you not? Because this is what I'm looking at right now. Basically, <laughs> they'll have awful art and they'll be buying, you know, people will be like, they'll say, he's found this in Hastings, Oxfam, £2.50. And it'll be like, some people are like, did you buy it? Please say you bought it. And then other people are like, well, I'd never buy that, you know. But, but um, yeah, it's really good. Have a look. Bad art yeah, in charity shops bad on Facebook. Art. That's a really funny on idea. Facebook. Um, I follow on um, Twitter, crap, taxidermy. You follow that? Oh, account? yes. No, I don't. But that sounds just right That's up really my street. Good. Terrible art in charity shops. Here we go. Here we go. I'm just having a quick look. <laughs> look at oh that God, lady with the bikini. So the blue bikini. Yes, please. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman. Oh, it's just amazing. Sometimes when it's, er- so it's many, erotic, there's some erotic stuff. So many versions of the Mona Lisa. Wow. Lovely That's stuff. Really yeah, get, get on it if, you, if you're listening. Please get yeah. on it. Fuck up. <laughs> right. God, imagine you seeing one of your own pieces in there. That'd be mortifying, wouldn't it? Do you know what? I thought about it the other day. I would actually, why not put it all in there? Yeah. At least it, it would get it, get it out there. Um, <laughs> get it out there. Right. What should I do? Let me think about this. I've done a base coat. I yeah. think his face needs to be more. That feels like a pink to me. It's like a his his face is like a yellow ochre, but it's still got a pink a pink in it, right? Mm-hmm. If I get a bit of yellow, or some of this, I've not used a lot of this for a while. Some of this paint, a little bit. Um, see, this is a bold move. If I start putting this on now, oh, I don't know, Annie. What should I do? Oh, there's some what, more stuff. Wait, Look wait. at that cat. Hang on a sec. There's a cat. <laughs> Is that a cat looking through heaven? Is it a cat? Yeah, 
like that there's some good stuff. I mean, this is good. We've got a stormtrooper on a ride-on mower in a kind of nice, beautiful oh, yeah. country scene, you know, like a, you know, like a cottage. There's some woodland. Oh, and there's um. Artist Darth... adds value to old charity shop paintings by upcycling them. Yeah, there's Darth Vader by a um bird table. Lovely. Yeah, these are good. I actually that... I had to go. I had to go at one of these myself. Let me show it to you. <laughs> uh, up, upgrading existing stuff. I might have actually thrown it away. So I found this picture, a photo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've stepped away from the microphone now, so this might be a bad idea. But let's have a look. Do you know what? I think what? I might have got. I think I might have got rid of it. I you sold it, it, didn't you? <laughs> it was a picture of someone meeting um, um, uh, Mickey Mouse. So it's a, a bloke meeting Mickey Mouse. He's got his arm around it. But then Mickey Mouse, you can. It's got. I, I basically drew another character inside Mickey Mouse's mouth. Uh, oh, that's a great it, idea. Yeah, um, with I am your father or something. I can't remember. I'm your I'm your real <laughs> stepfather or something. Do you own any art, Spencer? I do. Yeah, I, I do. When I was um, again when I before we had kids and I had a bit of cash, mm. I bought some stuff. Yeah, I've got a couple of Rikers ones. Uh, one which is a a song lyric, insane mm-hmm. in the membrane, but it looks like a pub sign. Oh, nice. um, and I've got some prints upstairs that I've bought, um, lovely, some other stuff. Uh, there's a lady called uh, Chloe Batchelor, who's from Brighton, and she did some brilliant prints of one of uh, the car from Ghostbusters and one oh, of the cool. car from um, the Batman car. I can't remember. It's up in my kid's room. Have you got uh, loads? I bet you've got loads, haven't you? I've not got loads. Did you say Riker, by the way? Yeah. I think that's Jade Adams is one of her favourite artists. Favourite uh, artist as well. Uh, right. um, I've not got loads. I bought um, one of... My friend does really beautiful like floral prints. She's called yeah. Rosie Eden-Brow. And I bought one of hers um, recently. And then I bought a painting by a guy called Adebanji Alade. Yeah. And it's of Aubameyang. It's like a portrait of Aubameyang celebrating after scoring for Arsenal. Oh, uh, right. And I love it. Yeah, but obviously yeah. you'd hate it because you're... Spurs no, no, there's a lot of there's a lot of love. I got a lot of love. What else have I got? <laughs> I've got a painting because I did some work with a prison art charity called Kersler Arts. So I've got a sort of quite beautiful sunset with like a silhouetted landscape of trees done by a prisoner. Yeah. Um. I'm just looking around my room. I think that's it. Oh, I've got actually. That's one of my aunt's old it's a print you might be able to see it in the background of like a naked woman well that's nice yeah i like that yeah um i think it's a giacometti print but my aunt died last year so we've got lots of her old photos and artworks around the house which is nice i didn't know that giacometti did print i know we used to do them at school you'd get the um you'd get the bit of wire and stuff and you'd make a, a thing and but yeah he did lots of drawings as well i think so i think this is a print of a drawing Uh, Um, So is this how, you know, when you make, um, I assume you make all the objects in Herbert Clunkadunk? Usually, yeah, I usually do, yeah. Um, Did you start by making the thing first and then that informs the character or do you decide I want a character that's going to be like this and then make something? A bit of both, really. I mean, one of them, I I made, um, yeah, it's on a case by case. So uh, what did I do? I wanted to make a, a paper mache mask. Mm-hmm. So I made it, and um, I ended up using all of the old, um, all the old scripts that I'd failed. Um, 
you know, like when you go for a, uh, for an audition. Yeah. And I basically used all of the scripts because obviously, you know, wanted to save paper. Yeah. And um, it was all of the scripts that I'd never got. All of the jobs I'd never got. And um, so it became this face of failure. And he turned into this kind of character called Mr. Nobody. Mm. Um, and like, like the idea of, you know, you go for an audition, you know, you want to try and make an impression and stuff. And yeah, he completely failed because he had this boring face full of, it was covered in failure. Uh, so that kind <laughs> of comes, so you know, you like you, you kind of go to bed and you'll kind of be thinking about stuff, you know, that, you know, you've got a show coming up and you've got this idea and then, sl- you know, the, the, the jigsaw pieces start to sort of, you know, slot together a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but then other times you go, we really need, um, I've got this idea for, I've got this idea for a coat, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you've been for a big night out and like you're walking home and you're worried that someone's following you. Well, yeah. I've got this idea for a geezer who's got a coat, but it's got a very big fur collar. Mm-hmm. And the fur collar, he keeps seeing with his peripheral vision, but because he's out of his, off his nut, he keeps turning around quickly and thinking, what is that thing that's following me? But it's actually his coat collar. So <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of a man walking home and he's worried about, you know, uh, something that's following him, his but it's collar, actually something yeah. he's wearing. Yeah, so I've started this I idea. I've started buying these bits of fur and stuff and trying to work out how you might... Um, you know how you might make that you know yeah make that happen so what about carrots like i love the um the neighbor is it johnny wallop johnny wallop yeah i love the idea that you both have those weird eyes whenever you interact with each other was yeah. that something you decided first or was that did you well are you, are you no I, I kind of used to do um before i was doing the clowning i kind of was doing this kind of character that came on stage and started sort of um he was a raver and so I had these eyes in and he would take drugs in front of you and you know I'd pop my head down and then I'd pop some different sort of eyes in and stuff mm-hmm. and then obviously the clowning thing was sort of added into that so I had these eyes for this raver character I was working with um, a TV company and they said look you, you should make some better eyes and so I had these good <laughs> eyes hanging around yeah. still and thought of this um, I started um, when I was doing uh, Upstart Crow I started hanging out with um this chap, an actor called Dominic Coleman, who's become a really good mate of mine now. Mm-hmm. And um, we get the train home because he, he lives around the corner from me. And, um, you know, he's, he's, he's been about and he's got a good, um, he's a great, you know, comedy actor. So we yeah. do this voice on the train. We, be, you know, we talk into each other on the, on the way home. We do like sort of a guy from Kent who's, um, yeah. you know, you know, you've got to respect the road signs, okay? You know, yeah. or or we'd be like, hello, mate, how you do? You know, or we'd be doing, our, okay, Rodney, now listen. <laughs> and so we just sort of sit on the train just being prats with each other. Yeah. And um, and so when I came to writing the idea for this this character, Johnny Wallop, you know, usually you kind of audition people, but I knew he could do it straight away. So, and I knew I wanted yeah. to, to get these eyes in because they got, they got a good response when I was doing it live. So I invented, well, you know, Johnny mm-hmm. Wallop, who really came out. Live up. on the train. Yeah, live on the train, me and me and Dom really. Um, yeah. So he, he's your he's your kind of guaranteed guy. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, you're going to have a Johnny Wallop. So you know, the, the, what you've got to do is is make it different every time. You can't just have him turn up and do the eyes. If you have to have like um, something new happen. Was there any like worry that? it would be too silly for a mainstream audience. Were you sort of told to tone anything down or were you able to be as sort of make um, it as much as sort of 
you as you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, no, the, 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 that, to be honest, uh, the, the, the BBC were absolutely brilliant. They, um, I think that when they commissioned those four shorts, it was mm-hmm. me, Tim Key, uh, Sarah Pascoe and Nick Helm, and they let us do our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and That's so good, isn't it? It's it so rare really, that that happens. Yeah, it was, it was brilliant of them. And I think once you, and once they did that and we, 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 and we did an okay job, it made making the series a lot easier because they know we've done it once. They know we're okay. And I think there was a bit of a gap for some, for some daftness and some yeah. silliness. Um, it was a bit more surreal and um, yeah, no, it, it was, they were great. I, I, I'm not going to lie. They were absolutely great. At, um, giving us a chance to be daft. Yeah. that's good. Um, I mean, it's the yeah. sort of show that wouldn't have worked at all if you'd had to tone any of it down. No, I think one of the, one of the th- thought, one of the thoughts was, and this is from other people was, do we make this family friendly? Like, do oh, we right. make it? Um, do we do we do we lose the swear words? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a th- it was a thought, but my thought on it was, I didn't want it to be a kids a, show. A kids show, and also you know you don't know when they're going to play it out. And if you put something that's for kids or is family friendly, and they put it on late, people start going, "Why have you put this on late?" Yeah, um, and, and even though you know a lot of my friends were like, you know, you've you could have got a bit more um, uh, a broad base, a much more broader base of, of fans by making it available to kids. I mm. figured I'd take my chance. Yeah. Oh, this blue's buggering me up again here, mate. <laughs> and have you ever written anything specifically for kids? Uh, yeah, I wrote this show called Big Babies, mm-hmm. um, which was on the Beeb, um, which I, we, me and my friend John Reese, we, we kind of taught each other how, he taught me how to act by directing me and I taught him how to direct by acting for him. Just us two, we've, we were kind of working together. We, we made this little video of two babies, uh, it was me and, a, and another actor called Martin Collins, funny guy called Martin Collins, who, mm. and it was two babies slagging off kids TV. And what we That's did was is we, yeah, we kind of had, we filmed some babies on a, on a sofa and then we green screened our heads. This is way before these great apps you get on your phone now where you can just do it straight away. It had to be rotoscoped on and and put in frame by frame. But the idea was um, a couple of babies slagging off the telly and we put it in a a sketch show called um, called Broken Biscuits, which we pitched. Mm -hmm. It was one of the sketches within it and they liked that and they asked us to do a little, you know, a little short of it. Um, And we told them how much it was going to be and they said, well, for that much, you might as well have a go at a pilot so we did a pilot of it and it, we did a series um that's great yeah which got nominated for a BAFTA oh sorry yeah. I should have mentioned that in your no no not at all no no it, it did really well and like and um sadly we didn't get to make any more I think um you've got budget. BAFTAs coming out your ass, mate <laughs> I'm um, I feel like I'm fanning around now on this head and I, I need to make some big big bold moves yeah, what do you think you're nearly done with it? No, I, I think I'm I'm enjoying the chat. I'm enjoying talking to a human. Has it been I mean, a while? Yeah, she won't speak to me in in, in the other, no, none of the kids are speaking to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh hang on. I've unplugged you. No, I need to plug you back in. Plug me back no, it's, in. It's so good to be to a human. That's where I'm at the minute, Annie. Oh my god, I love it. It's I, terrifying. Yeah, but it's I think you've yeah. made it more scary than it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks, mate. Spencer. Mm. What is art? Art. Art. What is art? Oh, is this one you ask everyone? 
Maybe. Uh, maybe. Ask, what is art? What is art? Anything that people make. Nice. I like that. It can be a, a great pass in football. It can be a photograph. Mm. It can be a dive into a swimming pool. It can be uh, a lovely, lovely meal. <laughs> it can mm. be anything, I suppose. Anything people, anything where you look at it, you go, oh, let's do this with it. I think that's the thing. Yeah. The decision. Great answer. Decision that other people can experience. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So that's why I don't feel bad about saying I'm an artist because of comedy and stuff. And Yeah. You know. Also, you are an artist. I am an artist. I paint now. Yes, I am a paint painter. Shall I have a go at the background? What do you think? Let's see. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. Let's keep going. Let's just keep going. Do you always work alone when you do art or do you ever collaborate? Um, what? Pictures and stuff. Pictures and stuff. Yeah, pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um, usually on my own. Yeah, usually on my own to start with. Um, with telly stuff. Then, you know, there's other people like producers and stuff. And then you know you you work with them and get their opinions and you you work you know work stuff out that way mm -hmm. um um comedy um there's some people i trust that i kind of get their opinion there's a lady called lucy hopkins mm -hmm. who i adore who is a genius i think um is she a producer did you say no she's a she's a comedian she's a clown i met her oh, just, right, uh, nice. just after the clown stuff she's um She's a great, uh, a great person to talk to about stuff. Um, and and um, I'm going to forget people, which is going to, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Clarky, Ben Clark from Pappy's. He directs Aww. my shows. Uh, he guy. is, a, 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 yeah, he's a great guy and, and a wealth of knowledge. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you're always collaborating, I suppose. I say I work on my own, I do. But even, you know, like, you know, agents and stuff or the missus or, you know, my brother or my sister there's other people but I, I really I'm looking forward to kind of working writing with people again I used to write with John um who I wrote big babies with yeah uh, and I'm look I think I'm I'm looking forward to collaborating um, yeah it's helpful isn't it I find it with writing it's nice having another person to bounce ideas off isn't it so you when you're writing you've got obviously you've got your own stand-up but then you've got a, a double act yeah Do you... although we haven't done we were supposed to regroup the double act because we hadn't done it since 2015 i think um but we were going to do two yeah. shows at the bill murray in august but then obviously the pandemic got in the way of that but yeah. we'd like to do stuff together again that's me and jack barry yeah um, and so that's obviously you know that's you're in it together you yeah know, you're doing your thing but what about if you haven't got a relationship with somebody a right relationship and you how, how would you pick someone because i'm interested in, oh, in how you know. go you know what who's the best person for the job i'm just, I'm just yeah. gonna let you think for a second because i'm gonna grab some black because um i'm gonna grab some black paint yeah i think it's a massive commitment i think you have to firstly just get on with each other and yeah. uh and have similar sense of humors I worked with Steve Hall last year, who was brilliant. So for my Edinburgh show, Shepherd, he directed it. And I'd been recommended him because we've got the same agent. Yeah. Um, so he does stand up and he writes uh, for Russell Howard and he's directed quite a few live shows before. Um, so we just met for coffee and had a chat and seemed like on a similar page, ideas wise and sort of things we found funny were 
were sort of similar as well, which I think helps. And he yeah. was just really good at helping with the sort of general structure of my show. Because that's yeah. the thing I always think is hardest. Like you can have different stories and jokes and ideas, but putting it in, you know, a show form is the yeah. bit that I find the hardest. Yeah. So, yeah, he was great. And does Ben direct your live shows then, Ben Clark? Um, he did, yeah. Yeah, so he yeah. would, um, He's because he's got a good all-round all knowledge. Yeah. Um, Actually, he, he directed Twins, my double act, in 2015. So he was he was really good for me and Jack. Yeah. He's got the whole thing because he's worked with, you know, music, uh, props, yeah. uh, stories, structure. He's got a good theatre background. He's certainly more intelligent than me when it comes to what he's read and stuff and he's more switched on and more verbose. Mm-hmm. Um, and also happily, yeah, he just kind of, yeah. And I, I never would have asked anybody to help me, but he asked me, um, he mentioned to it me while I was drying my hands in a toilet at the Chortle Awards. He just sort of said, if ever you fancy, um, you know, having somebody help you out, I went, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And then just to make me laugh, he went and tried to dry his hands underneath the condom machine. Uh, <laughs> and he thought, that's that the man it. for that's the That's my job. guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's worked on every show since. He'd proved himself in that moment. Yeah. Right. What do I do now? What's the rules? What have I worked out? Do I add some more... There's not a lot of dark in there, but it feels like I want some definiteness. 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 Yeah. Definiteness. 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 This Love. feels like the beginning of a song in your show. <laughs> yeah, definiteness. yeah. The missus the, the, the other day, she went, um, she made a smoothie and um, she got a bit of it on her top, just um, sort of between her, her breast and her shoulder. She went, oh, Ooh. no. She went, oh, no, I've got a smoothie on my booby. And it, I was like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm having that, and so I've got this song now, which is Ah oh, no, I got some movie on my booby. Ah oh, no, I got some movie on my booby. Ah oh, no, <laughs> that's Lucy Perman's big moment in the next yes, series. Yes, I, I d- genuinely called her up and said, "Are you okay with me? Uh, you doing a song called uh, Smoothie on My Booby?" She said, "Yes, I am." Okay, cool. <laughs> she would never not be all right with that. No. Um. So yeah, it's a goodie that one. Now, eyelashes. I'm thinking I might get one of those accidental um you know when you leave a, a paintbrush in the paint and it goes solid you try and sort it out but it ends up sort of all sticking together yeah. like, a, like a mascara when mascara goes a bit wrong i think i might have a go with one of those for the eye eyelashes yeah maybe that's the way to go or that you could even use a mascara brush although ruth might not appreciate that you might not appreciate it well you might have your own mascara to be honest it, I, of course i have yeah of course <laughs> No, do you know what I'm going to use? I'm going to actually use a broken brush. It snapped. I found it. It must have got caught under something. And I'm going to stick it. And I'm just going to... You know what I wish I'd done? And maybe I've got time to do it. Is the sort of faces of the two puppets that are behind the suitcase. Yeah, those two. Those guys. Those guys. <laughs> um, oh, hello. I think I might be on something with this, Annie, with this broken bit of wood. Yeah. Yeah, I think because it's given me really tiny, thin lines, which look, this might have been, it's like one of those happy accidents in a show. Mm. You know, when you're writing a show and you go, oh, this might actually be a thing. Yeah. Uh, No, I was wrong. It was not. Absolutely. No? What have you done? (laughs) (laughs) So optimistic and so immediately. (laughs) It's no good. (laughs) Um, A lot of the, when I'm doing art, I don't know if you're like this. 
Knowing when to leave it. Knowing oh, when to run away. I'm awful. I should have left mine about half an hour ago, but... We live and we learn. Yes, we do. So glad I'm doing this, mate. Thanks for asking. I'm so glad this. you're doing it. Thank mate, you so is, much um, for doing really, it. Really, um... It's a nice really way to start it. the day, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I might organise a um, secret artist's past guests life drawing class. That'd be good. I just get a model and then everyone comes and draws. That'd be fun, that, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be good. We could all have lapel mics and then just sort of, you could yeah. just get our mumble, like how we mumble to it. Yeah, yeah. Like just, ASMR. Just, uh, oh, yeah. I've heard about this ASMR thing. Yeah. Is it, is, it, is it always sexual ASMR? I don't think so. All right. Maybe I've heard about the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of porn. <laughs> Painting or drawing? Painting. Straight lines or curves? Curves. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Puppets or people? Oh, I'm going to say puppets. Singing or dancing? Singing. Impressionism or expressionism? I, I, um, oh, I don't know what they are. Oh, what's expressionism? Impressionism, expressionism. Impressionism Expre- is like more like floral, pastel colours, like based yeah. on light and little brush marks. And expressionism is more... Like Expre- emotional and dramatic. Expressionism. I think, I think for you long. it's expressionism. All day long yeah. expressionism, yeah. Light or dark? Dark. Abstract or realism? Abs- Ooh! Ab- <laughs> realism, realism. Abs. Oil or watercolour? Oh, God. I'm going to say oil. Looking at art alone or with other people? Alone. Can you separate the art from the artist? I don't know. I really don't know. I, it really <laughs> buggers me, that one. It yeah. really, really ruins me. It's a tough one, isn't it? It is a tough one. Uh, tortured artist or down-to-earth decorator? <laughs> tortured artist. Talk about or think about art? Think about. Mural or ceiling painting? Mural. mural. Art or tech? Art. Art or food? Uh, art. Clowns or mimes? Clowns or mimes, clowns. <laughs> it's what you do, Art. Yes. Dicks or pussies? Woohoo! Pussies! <laughs> I thought you said cheese. Did you say pussies? Cheese? Imagine if I just said cheese. Yeah, that, that's what I should have said. Ask me again. Cheese! <laughs> Ask me again. <laughs> pussies or cheese? Da 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 da. Oh my god, I love it. Is it gold you've used? Uh, no. What no. colour is that? Is it yellow? Uh, it was yellow, pink. It was... Oh, oh it my was... God. It's great. It's really creepy. And, like, it looks like a puppet. Like, you can really sense the joints the black... of the jaw and everything. The black's helped, hasn't it? Yeah, the black's yeah. helped. I well, love it. Oh, God, well... it's weird seeing it with him in the background. <laughs> it's really great. Um, Thanks, I'm going to give you, I need to mark you for commitment and technique. Technique, I'm going to give you 10 out of 10 because I love it. Love the brush marks, love the colour, love the composition. Um, commitment, I guess you haven't done the suitcase. No, I, I, I don't think, I, I, don't, I think the commitment should be low because I, I because, but I, yeah, but that's up to I'm going to give you eight for commitment and then overall, I guess that's your sort of AA star. Band. I don't know how they do it anymore. A nine? Mark, a ten? Mark down to a C. Mark down to a C. <laughs> That's really um, great. I love it. Cheers, mate.
That was the, that was the other. Nine. Oh my god, that's beautiful! You've done a drawing as well. I did a no, no. These are the these are my like I because I've not drawn in ages. I had a another. Oh god, kind you're of such a professional. You're the only um <laughs> only guest who's done sort of drawings in advance of the podcast. So I'm immediately marking you up. It's a hundred percent. They should mark me down because I should have done better. But thank you, thank you. That's right, great. okay. Let's right, see yours. Can you see it properly? I love it. I love it. I wish that I had learned to play guitar. Vegan cheese. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Strong. It's very, very vibrant. Um, it doesn't look that much like, like it. No, but it's but it's but there's a lot of joy in that. I think you've got the joy out of it. I think mine's scary and yours joyful, which is what <laughs> life's all about, isn't it? The two different sides of the coin. Yeah. Really nice. Oh, really nice. and 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 the idea of someone photobobbing there's this movement in it because something's <laughs> going to happen do you know what i mean i've yeah. got questions i've got questions about that guy in the background he's a weird one isn't he yeah do we have a photo with our both of our pieces yeah oh yes please thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed that episode if you would like to see mine and spencer's terrifying ventriloquist dummy paintings then follow us at Secret Art Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow all of Spencer's stuff on Twitter. He's at Spendles. I'm at Annie McTweet on Instagram. He is Spencer Jones Artwork. I'm McGrath.art. And watch everything that Spencer's been in on BBC iPlayer. Um, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, there's loads more episodes you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Acast. And the main thing is look after yourselves and have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.